Those who teach premillennial doctrine appeal to the 20th chapter of Revelation to support their teaching. In this, the 35th edition of Sound Teaching, we're going to examine that false theory and show how that the 20th chapter of Revelation does not support what the premillennialists teach. In 2 Peter chapter 3, beginning with verse 10, Peter wrote, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Those who believe in the doctrine of premillennialism teach that at some future point in time, Jesus will return to earth and set up a physical kingdom, reigning on the throne of David in Jerusalem. They teach that this kingdom will last for a thousand years, and then a final judgment will come where the world will be destroyed. Along with this basic understanding is a tendency of these teachers to try and predict the time of Jesus' coming by comparing prophecy and scripture to current events. Most of you are aware of different false teachers who have in the past made predictions concerning the rapture and the establishment of the millennial kingdom. Dates such as 1898, 1914, and 1988 come immediately to mind. This doctrine is based upon a passage found in the 20th chapter of Revelation. The fourth verse of that 20th chapter of Revelation reads as follows, And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. That's from this passage that the premillennial doctrine is built. Myriads of other passages are referred to as supplemental texts, but there is one thing that needs to be remembered. If this passage does not teach that Jesus will come again to earth and reign as a physical king for a thousand years, then there is no basis for premillennial doctrine. The doctrine as it is presently espoused stands or falls upon a proper understanding of Revelation chapter 20. And knowing this, I would like for you to notice a few things about the text in Revelation. First, nowhere in the text is there any mention of the second coming of Christ. Neither is there a mention of any physical reign on the earth. There is no mention of a bodily resurrection, and it does not mention men on earth as reigning with Christ. The text states in verse 4 that they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Well, who are the they? Well, as is pointed out in the text, they are the martyrs, the souls of them that were beheaded. In effect, if you want to get into this millennium, as taught by modern-day premillennialists, the text would demand that you have your head cut off. And then finally, there is not any mention in the entire text of Revelation 20 of Jesus coming back to earth. In short, the very things that premillennialists contend Revelation 20 teaches are nowhere to be found in the text. Now this brings us back to our text in 2 Peter. How does this text in 2 Peter disprove the premillennial theory? Well, first of all, 
Peter affirms that Jesus' second coming is as a thief in the night. One of the signature aspects of premillennial doctrine is an attempt to predict the second coming of our Lord. Remember this one thing. Any man who claims to be able to predict the time of Jesus' coming is a false teacher. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 25 and verse 13. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. A second point which could be made from 2 Peter 3 is the fact that when Jesus comes a second time, it will not be to establish a physical kingdom, but rather to destroy the world. Remember what Peter said beginning in verse 10? The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. The premillennialist has to have a second coming in which Jesus will establish the physical kingdom and then a third coming where the world will be destroyed. The Bible very obviously does not teach such a thing. When Christ comes again, the world will be destroyed and all men will be judged. Any doctrine that teaches otherwise is one which has no basis in God's word. But one final thing needs to be emphasized, and that is the reason for Peter's warning about the coming judgment. Knowing these things, Peter says we must conduct ourselves with holy conduct and godliness. As Peter states, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. And so we must not be looking for the establishment of the physical kingdom of Christ on this earth, but rather understanding the nature of the heavenly abode, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation, or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.